I know one of the highlights of my week. 那我这一周呢，这个有什么特别的事情呢 ？Is actually being here with、uh, the people that get to do worship right here together. 那我觉得最特别就是我还能够在这个地方呢，跟大家一同来敬拜。Even as uncomfortable as it is. 那纵使呢，跟平常的这样子的这个情况不太一样，不太舒服哈。Oh, there's just something that happens. I know to my heart, seeing Yiping and Heather and Allison and, and just worshiping together. 可是我真的很开心，就是特别在我心里面，我还能够跟 Heather、跟 Allison 还有我还有 Yiping 呢，在这里敬拜。Uh, and so、uh, we, I can't wait, and I hope you can't wait either, for the time we get to actually be back together as a church family worshiping Jesus in person. 那我不知道你们大家觉得如何，我是真的等不及哈，能够大家面对面一同的聚在一起敬拜。But something I'd ask you all to do this week. 那这一周呢，我想要请大家做一件事。Um, if you have time, I just want you to get your phone. 如果说你有时间的话呢，请大家拿出你的手机。And I want you to、uh, send a text or a line message. 那你们呢，就透过这个 line 这个群组呢，唱吗？ Uh, no, send a line message. Ah,、uh, then just oh, or text message. Okay, just you can sing it. I know you can sing it. Not be even better. Because, <laughs> because, you, uh, uh, you, uh, 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 其中另外一个是 Alison Hurley， 艾丽，怡婷，还有怡婷 ，Mark， 还有 Mark。Um, guys, these people have been so instrumental in just keeping us connected, keeping us being able to do church online and really share the word of God every single week. 刚刚这四个人就想说呢，我们在每一周我们在做线上的这个聚会的时候呢，他们一直不断的来奉献自己，然后呢花时间让这个事情可以发生。And I mean, how many of us could could all use more encouragement? 那你想想看哦，除了鼓励之外，我们还能够还还有什么可以去得到更多的鼓励呢 ？So you can write it. 所以你可以用写的， or you sing it. 用唱的也可以。And just encourage them this week, all right? 然后就是这一周呢，可以鼓励这这些人。Okay, well,、uh, grab your Bibles. We're in Matthew chapter five. 好，我们今天要谈这个讲的这个经文是在马太福音第五章。We're going to be in verses seventeen through twenty. 十七节到二十节。And、this is the word of the Lord. Let's read this together. 我们先来读神的话语。Read in English first. Do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or one stroke of a letter will pass away from the law until all things are accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commands and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, listen to this: unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 福音第五章十七节到二十节。莫想我来要废掉律法和先知，我来不是要废掉，乃是要成全。我实在告诉你们。就是到天地都废去了，律法的一点一画也不能废去，都要成全。所以
，无论何人废掉这诫命中最小的一条，又教训人这样做，他在天国要称为最小的；但无论何人遵行这诫命，又教训人遵行，他在天国要称为大的。我告诉你们啊，这边很重要，你们的义若不胜于文士和法利赛人的义，断不能进天国。Father, right now we look to your word. God, how how desperate are we to hear, to eat, to feed upon your word? And Holy Spirit, we know these are just words on a page unless you come and and do something in our hearts for us to see and receive. 圣灵，我们知道，除非你在我们的内心里面动工，不然的话，我们读到的只是一些字句而已。So for these next twenty to twenty-five minutes, Holy Spirit, we're asking for your anointing, for your power. 所以接下来这半个小时，我们真的是祷告圣灵，愿你自己的能力降临，恩膏我们。Help us preach rightly, but also help everyone else hear rightly. 主要帮助我们能够用正确的方式来分享神你的话语，也让听的人也能够正确的得着。In Jesus' name， 我们将祷告奉主的名求。Amen. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, it's good to be here back in Matthew chapter five. 好，我们现在呢读的就是马太福音第五章。We'll ask you a question. 我问你一个问题啊。How do you deal with failure? 你怎么样处理失败？ Um, I think as human beings, we all have different reactions to when we fail. 那我们每一个人呢，在失败的时候呢，都有不同的反应。And we mentioned last week that there is a growing pressure on you to be successful, to succeed, to always perform well. 那上周我们也谈到，我们每一个人呢，都有一个成长的这个压力，就是希望呢，能够有很好的成功率，所以让我们可以表现的良好。And so I want you to think about this. What do you do when you fail? 那我们来想一想，如果说当你失败的时候，你会做什么事啊 ？I mean, some of us, our reaction might be just to run and hide. 有一些人的反应就是呢，躲避。Uh, some of us might be just to get angry and we gotta try harder, we gotta do better. 那有些人就是生气，然后呢，就会试着呢做得更好。And, and some of us,、uh, our reaction is, you know what? I quit. 那有些人就是干脆我不要做了， I'm just not 放弃，我什么都不要了。And I can't wait to share with you the good news that Jesus has for our failures this afternoon. 那我今天下午真的是等不及来跟你们大家来分享耶稣怎么样帮助我们来看待我们的失败。These verses, these three verses in Matthew, these four verses in Matthew chapter five. 那我们刚刚读到这个马太福音第五章的这四个章节。Um, you can you can circle them. They are the center of the Sermon on the Mount. 那我们呢，基本上可以说这四节呢，就是登山宝训里面的中心要义。Everything that Jesus is going to say。那在这登山宝训，耶稣所尝试要教导的是什么 ？Everything that he has said。耶稣也讲过的。They all find their center in these four verses。那他的中心思想呢，就是在我们刚刚读的这四节经文里面出现。So Jesus begins to talk to his disciples。The first thing that Jesus is going to declare to us. 那第一件神呢？耶稣呢？他在教导的是什么 ？Is that the law points to Christ? The law points us to Jesus. 那他在告诉我们的就是说呢，这个律法是向把我们指向耶稣。Jesus in verse seventeen, he tells the crowd, he tells his disciples, "Do not think that I came to abolish or do away with the law." Or the prophets, I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. 
，耶稣在十七节说了：“你不要认为我来哈是要废掉律法和先知哦，我来不是要废掉，而是要成全。” Now Jesus had been accused of of breaking God's law, of of breaking God's commands. 在这个时候呢，耶稣其实呢，很多人都控告他说呢，是不守律法的。And Jesus begins to tell his disciples that my ministry, what I am doing in the world. 那耶稣这个时间呢，也用这一句话呢，来告诉他的门徒，他其实来到这个世界上的这个服饰是什么 ？My mission， 我的意向，我的这个宣教是什么 ？It is not separated or different or divorced from what God has been doing through all of history with His people. 那耶稣呢？他来就说，他来在这个世上的任务，并不是呢要来废掉这个历史上一直上帝要告诉他子民所做的事。This is important. 所以这个很重要哦。Because Jesus starts off, and what he does is he upholds with a high view the Old Testament. 耶稣一开口的时候呢，就把这个旧约里面的一切的教导呢，完完全全的的。That if we want to understand what Jesus does through the gospel, Jesus says we have to understand what God has been doing from the very beginning. 如果说我们要了解什么是福音的话呢，耶稣就告诉我们说，我们必须要从圣经一开始起头的这个事情了解起。And there is this、uh, popular idea. 那有一个呢，大家很喜欢的一个想法哈。That this half of your Bible just doesn't matter. 那就是有人就这样认为哈，有半整本圣经没有半本根本不。That maybe you've heard this, but but there are people who say, well, you don't really need the Old Testament because all we need is Jesus and and the New Testament. 不知道你们有没有听过，有人就这样子讲了。其实你根本不需要读旧约了，我们所需要的就是耶稣跟他的福音。But Jesus says what he did for us in the gospel is so clearly pointed to in the rest of the Old Testament. 可是耶稣他告诉我们说呢，我们想要知道的福音呢，其实是非常的重要，因为呢，它必须要跟前面的旧约的历史连接。And so this is just of a side note, but I, I want to encourage you. 其实有一点点岔题哈，但是我希望能够讲这些事情来鼓励你们。We want to be people. 我们都要成为神的子民。Who are shaped by all of Scripture. 但是呢，这个子民，我们要必须被上帝的所有的经文来这个塑造的。And we're going to see why. But we don't want to just be a New Testament kind of, you know. I just read the epistles, or I just read the Psalms. So we don't want to just be a New Testament kind of, you know. I just read the Psalms. 那每一个经文，每一个字句，都是要来成就建造我们的。So Jesus makes it clear, I did not come to break or to make void or to do away with what God has been doing throughout the history of God's people. 所以耶稣就一开口就讲了，我来不是要废掉律法先知的，我来是要成全的。And he said, I didn't come to abolish, but I came to fulfill. 所以他说，我不是要来废掉，我是要来成全。Now this would have been one of those statements that if you would have been there. 如果说呢，你当时也在场的时候 ，Our mouths would have just dropped. 你听到这句话，你在场，你真的是这个嘴巴就会张得很大哈。No one else had made this claim before. 因为以前从来没有听过任何人这样子讲。When, when the Bible uses law and prophets, 那每一次我们读圣经，你看到律法跟先知 ，It's basically a a shorthand way of saying the entire Old Testament. 那如果说你看到律法和先知的话，基本上它就是一个比较简短的一个方式，让我明白他讲的就是救援。So Jesus tells the crowds and he tells his disciples that me, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I came to fulfill everything that has been written in all of the Old Testament. 
耶稣就说：“我从这个拿撒勒来的这个小镇来的这个人呢，我来就是要来成全旧约所说的每一件事。”The word fulfill. 那我们来看看成全这个字。It's a word that means it brings something to its completion or its kind of ultimate goal. 那成全的意思呢？定义就是讲到说呢，要怎么样把它带到一个结果完成，或者是呢达到它的一个目的。And so Jesus says that his purpose for coming, bringing the kingdom of God. 所以耶稣他就讲了，他来到这个世上的这个目的呢，就是要把神的国度带到这里。That it is to bring the old covenant, the old testament, all the promises, all the prophecies to its completion, to its ultimate. Destination. 怎么把神的国带到这里呢？就是在过去这些旧约里面提到的这些先知预言呢，完完全全的呢，看到它成就，这个目的就达到了。No other religious teacher could claim this. 没有任何的宗教教师呢，他曾经这样说过。No other prophet could, could claim this. 也没有任何的先知呢，讲过这样子的话。You see. Prophets and, and religious teachers of this time. You know, what, what we do as teachers of God's word. That we, if we are to become a teacher of God's word, we point to the Bible. We point to God's law. We point to the scriptures. We usually point to God's word. We point to the scriptures. He is not a teacher pointing to God's word. He is not a teacher pointing to God's word. He is not a teacher pointing to God's word. He is not a teacher pointing to God's word. He is He interpreted for them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. 于是他从摩西和众先知起，把所有关于自己的经文都给他们解释明白了。What Jesus says is that when we read the Old Testament, 那耶稣就说了，如果你现在在读这个旧约 ，we should hear on every page just these whispers, these signs pointing us to Jesus Himself. 那我们在读旧约的时候，就必须要开始的仔细的来看每一个标点符号，包括什么东西，都是要把我们指向耶稣。You know, it's similar if you've been on vacation before. 如果说你曾经去度假 ，and you have kids in the back seat. 然后呢，你的孩子就坐在后座。And you're going towards your destination. 那你现在就开往这个目的地。Maybe you make a stop. 那你或许呢，可能在这个休息站休息一下。Maybe get some food. 然后接那买一点点心。And and while those things are nice, hey, it's good to look here. It's good to grab food here. 那当然，你晓得，就是休息一下，然后呢，买一点点心，然后看一下风景。And、your kids are waiting for what? 可是你的孩子呢？他们在等什么、啊、？When are we going to get there? 我们到底什么时候可以到目的地呀、啊、？Are we there yet? 我们到了吗 ？Come on, I know this is great, but let's get on the road. Let's keep going. When are we going to get to where we're headed? 他们觉得这个这个休息站不错，但是呢，拜托，我们赶快上路，要到那个目的地。And church family. 然后教会弟兄姐妹。If you can imagine. 如果你想一想。Moses in the back seat. 那摩西呢？他坐在你的后座。Isaiah in the back seat. 以赛亚先知也坐在你的后座。And they're all saying the same thing. 他们也是讲相同的事。Man, when are we going to get there? 我们到底什么时候到 ？When are we going to get to where all this is headed, which is Jesus Christ? 我们到底什么时候可以到耶稣基督在的地方 ？All of the Bible. 这个整本圣经啊。Is all about Jesus. 都是在讲有关耶稣的事。Jesus is the greater Adam. 
Jesus is the greater Abraham. greater Moses. He is the perfect priest, prophet, and king. And it is so easy at times in our culture to think that the Bible is about me. And while the Bible, God does speak to us in the Bible. Jesus says the whole Bible is primarily about me, Jesus, and what I'm doing. So the first thing that Jesus reminds us is that the law points to Jesus. You can say it this way, Jesus fulfills what the law demands. He goes on. And he begins to make a switch here in verse 19. And, and whereas before Jesus was talking about the law in relationship to himself, listen to what he says here. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commands and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So now we want to listen to what Jesus is saying here. Who is Jesus talking to? Well, it's clear Jesus is talking to his disciples. And he's talking about what his disciples will be like in the kingdom of God. And so he says this. As my disciples, if you break my commands, and you teach others to do the same, you'll be called least. If you do my commands, and you teach others to do the same, you'll be called great. And so Jesus seems to be saying that our attitude towards God's commands will be reflected in our status in the kingdom. Jesus says if you dishonor God's commands, you will be dishonored. If you honor God's commands, you will be honored. And what Jesus is making very clear is that in the kingdom of God, his disciples, Obedience matters. Obedience matters to Jesus. You know, uh, the religious lead leaders of this day and age, they were very good at making excuses of why not to obey God's law. And the reality is, 
As humans, we are not very good at obedience. No, we're really good at. Is finding excuses, shortcuts, ways around having to obey. Right, we like to figure out where's the loophole, like where's the where's the kind of the, the shortcut that I can cut to just not have to do what's required. That's a problem. Because Jesus says, obedience matters. And I just want to make something clear. Because maybe you're sitting here and you're listening. And, and, you, and you have this idea. That well, because God is a God of grace, I can sin however I want, whenever I want, wherever I want, because He'll just forgive me. Friend, the Bible would call you to question. Are you really a follower of Jesus? Paul says it this way. Romans 6, 1 through 2. Said, what should we say then? Should we continue in sin so that grace may multiply? Absolutely not. How can we who die to sin still live in it? What Jesus says, the gospel is a message of grace. It's a message of freedom. But the gospel does not give us liberty to sin. It gives you the grace to obey. The gospel doesn't give us freedom to sin. But the freedom from sin. So here's a problem. Because we just said, as humans, we're really good at disobeying. But Jesus says obedience is required to be my disciple. The other thing that Jesus says is required is righteousness. He goes on and says this in verse 20. For I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. And so Jesus says there is a greater danger than just being dishonored. There's a danger of actually being excluded altogether from the kingdom of God. And what EP needs and what I need. Jesus says is a righteousness that is greater, far surpasses that of the Pharisees and 
what was the righteousness of the Pharisees and scribes like? Matthew 23:3, Jesus rebukes the Pharisees and he tells people, therefore, do whatever they tell you and observe it, but don't do what they do because they do not practice what they preach. 那马太福音二三章三节呢，耶稣呢就在斥责这个法利赛人，说：“哈，凡他们吩咐你们的，你们都要遵守，但不可效法他们行为，因为他们只说不做。”And in verse twenty-three and chapter twenty-three, twenty-seven to twenty-eight, Jesus says this: "Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, the same people! You're hypocrites. You are like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of bones of the dead and every kind of impurity." In the same way, on the outside, you seem righteous to people, but on the inside, you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. 那接下来二三节到二十八节，这个耶稣又讲了哈，就说你们都是虚伪的这个文士和法利赛人，你们有祸了。你们好像粉饰的坟墓，外面很好看，里面却装满了死人的骨头和各样的瘟秽、污秽
and you realize the price is much higher than you realized. You come up short. We have all come up short. We've all failed at attaining God's standard. So maybe you're asking the question, why Jesus? Why is the standard so high? Why, 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 why is there obedience required? Why, why do you require a righteousness which is something that I do not have? And the reality is, listen to this. The standard is so high. Because the gospel is so great. The standard is so high. Because what God does in Jesus is so incredibly God in the person of Jesus. Lives a perfect life. A life that we can never live. Dots every I, crosses every T. He tempt, he's tempted in every way. Lust. Greed. Pride. Despair. Yet did not sin. Then Jesus goes to the cross. And this perfect God man who never broke one of God's laws. Gets crucified and punished in my place, in your place, as if he was a law breaker. So that by faith, those of us who are lawbreakers, disobedient, do not love God's commands. We might receive the righteousness of the one who lived this out perfectly. Listen to what Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5 he says, He made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus on the cross. He both takes something from us. Right, he takes our disobedience, our inability, inability to uphold God's standard. But he also gives something to us. He gives us the very one who 
perfectly upheld, fulfilled God's law, obeyed everything perfectly. He says that he gives us, like we just said, that yet without sin, he gives that righteousness to us. So what do you do? When you come up short. What do we do when we realize we just failed? Jesus seems to be saying to you, until we come to the grips of our failure, we will never come to him to receive his perfection. And are, do, you, do you struggle with perfectionism? As Jesus is calling you right now, there is a lie that creeps into your mind that says you must be perfect, you must act perfect, you must perform perfectly. But friends, the only person who has ever lived the Christian life perfectly is Jesus. And far too often, we lose the joy of recognizing our failure and receiving Christ's fullness. Because we're trying not to fail and be perfect. Jesus says very clearly here, there is no door marked Colin's goodness that opens up into the kingdom of heaven. There is no road that says, oh, Yi Ping's good deeds that will lead her to the kingdom of heaven. The only door, the only road is in trusting in Jesus' goodness and Jesus' righteousness. He gives us the key to open the door. There's a, there's a story that's in the Chronicles of Narnia, if you're familiar with that book. And this is, this is one of these messages, honestly, that Jesus really pierced my heart. I want you to listen to the story very closely. There's a girl named Jill. And she, and she sees Aslan for the first time by the stream of water. And this is what the story says. Are you not thirsty? said the lion. I'm dying of thirst. Said then drink, says the lion. Can I? 
But would you mind going away while I do it? The lion answered this with only a look and a very low growl. Will you promise not to do anything to me if I, if I do come to you? said Jill. I make no promise, said the lion. Jill was so thirsty that she had come a step closer. Do you eat girls? she asked. I've swallowed up girls and boys, women and men, kings and kingdoms, cities and realms, said the lion. Well, then I don't dare come and drink, said Joe. Then you will die of thirst, said the lion. Oh dear, said Joe. Then Joe says, I guess I must go and look for another stream. Listen to what the lion says. There is no other stream. There is no other way. The only way to the kingdom of God is accepting your failure, your lack. And receiving a righteousness that is given to you by Jesus Himself. Just trusting in Jesus' obedience, not your own, and Jesus' goodness, not your own. So as we close, what should this do to us? The very first thing I think it should do to me and to you. Second thing is, you know, we live in a world where we're, where everybody's asking someone else to pay. Right, we have these standards that we place over everybody. And then if you break my standard, you don't live up to my standard, you must pay. Oh, but the gospel. Jesus says, you did not meet my standard. You didn't pay. I did. So that not make us more gracious toward each other? And the final thing is that for you and for me, are we coming and are we drinking 
of the stream of Jesus, the only way that we receive righteousness, are we trusting in our own goodness, in our own perfection, in our own ability? My prayer for us. For me. Then I would just stop looking at myself so much. I just look way more, way longer at Jesus. And Jesus says when we do that. He changes us from those who disobey God's laws into those who can't obey God's laws. From those who are unrighteous to those who are declared by God Himself as righteous. Have you received this gospel? If you have not received the righteousness of Christ, there is no way you can enter into the kingdom of God. Our good is simply not good enough. We're going to close with a one final worship song. And as Heather comes over and leads us in the final song, would she ask the Holy Spirit? Where is He calling you to change? Where is He calling you to repent, to trust again? And let's do that together. Let's come to Jesus. There is no other stream. Amen. Let's pray.